and welcome to Speaking Frankly. I'm your host, Janae Frank. This podcast is all about love, life, pain, and everything in between. Real talk for real people from a writer's perspective, done through interviews, storytelling, and plain old straight talk. This week's episode is titled Boomerang. I got the idea from the 1992 movie starring Eddie Murphy. He played um, a cocky ad exec, Marcus, um, and he had a reputation for being a ladies' man. However, Marcus gets a taste of his own medicine when a merger finds him working under the beautiful Jacqueline, played by Robin Givens, who has a similarly cavalier attitude about romance. Marcus and Jacqueline become involved, but he is put off by her non-committal approach to their relationship. Meanwhile, Marcus also begins to develop feelings for the pretty Angela, who is played by Halle Berry, who is more thoughtful than Jacqueline. I absolutely loved, loved, loved this movie when it came out. It's one of those movies kind of like Coming to America where I know every single line. And I think that this movie resonates with people even now because when it comes to love all is fair in love and war right and so it's kind of funny because this guy you know he's going around he's being a cheater a dog playing all these women thinking he's all that and and then he just completely gets his world blown up when he meets a woman who he thinks is drop dead gorgeous but is just like him and ends up getting his feelings hurt But in the end, he ends up with the nice girl, right? But of course, he cheats on her before he gets back with her. She forgives him and they live happily ever after. But is life really like that? Well, anyway, I wanted to talk about this movie with my sorority sister and, um, and I'm, we're becoming friends. She is the coolest young lady. Let me tell you, this young lady right here is like the next Michelle Obama. She is doing big things in the world and she also has her own podcast called the Bougetto Podcast and it's absolutely hilarious. You have to check her out. Um, her name is Miss Parker Gilkerson and she is a senior policy analyst with CLASP, Income and Work Supports Team. She specializes in work support programs for people with low incomes and focuses on supplemental nutrition assistance program. Parker is a subject matter expert in social policy, benefit eligibility, human services delivery, racial equity, community, community excuse me, partnership, and state and local policy regarding SNAP. Um, and let me tell you, we could go on and on and on. She has been quoted in Time Magazine, New York Times, National Public Radio, The Hill, and many more. So she is very, very accomplished. But like me, because I think I'm accomplished too, well, I'm just, I mean, maybe not, I don't know. But anyway, she's an accomplished person, but also she's very down to earth and she's funny and she's going to give her spin and her take being a millennial on relationships and how it relates to this movie Boomerang and how things always seem to boomerang on back around. Oh, Miss Parker, how are you doing? I'm doing well. How are you? Fantastic. Thank you so much for being here tonight. I am so excited to talk about this episode called Boomerang. Did you see the movie Boomerang? I did. Yes, I absolutely did. So that movie is not too old for you, huh? No. No, it's not too old. I've seen it many times. 
yes. You've seen it many times. So just to break it down for the listeners out there, um, on IG, your bio says you are a public speaker, a prayer warrior, policy analyst, MPPHU alum, and alpha girl. Ski-wee. <laughs> <laughs> and last but not least, the host of the Bugetto podcast. So tell me about your podcast before we jump into the boomerang episode. Peace. <laughs> yeah. yeah, so tell me tell me all about your podcast though. Yes, yes. So I have a podcast along with my best friend called the Bugetto Podcast. And pretty much it's just a podcast where we're two black millennial women talking about our experiences, talking about God, talking about relationships, mm-hmm. talking about so many different things. Um, it's been about three, almost four years that we've been uh, recording together. And wow. surprisingly, we have a pretty nice following. And interestingly enough, we have a good male following too. Oh, wow. <laughs> That's yeah, amazing. A lot of guys listen to get our perspective and see what black women are thinking so um it's been really good so far oh i love that because you can see the analytics and the breakdown of who's listening their ages their gender all of that stuff and so i like that you have a male following they're trying to get your secrets right yes they are definitely and we get a lot of dms too from men um asking questions, wanting to know our thoughts on this or responding to something that we said on the podcast episode. I'm like, wow. Right. (laughs) I love it. I love it. Well, that's why I wanted you to come on today because not only are you a working woman out there doing big things in the world, but you also are a fellow podcaster. And so you kind of know how it goes. And I love your podcast. I am a huge fan And so I want to pick your brain because you are a millennial, right? (laughs) Yes. (laughs) About relationships. We have Valentine's Day coming up. And so I'm thinking to myself, is it really any difference? Is there a huge difference between what women want who are millennials versus my generation, which is Generation X? So I thought to myself, I was just like, you know, all the titles of my episodes are movie titles. I love the movie Boomerang, and I thought about, you know, Eddie Murphy's character, Marcus. He was a dog, a player, a cheater, and all that stuff. But then at the end, he seemed to kind of have changed and whatever. And so I was wondering, do you think that a cheater, player, dog, whatever you want to call him, can really change? What say you, Miss Parker? Hmm, that's a great question. I absolutely think so. Okay. Um, just it depends. It depends. Okay. Depends on I'm one who always talks about trauma. <laughs> <laughs> right. No, that's a real thing, right? Um, going through trauma. Yes. You, you know, had issues with your mama and different things of that nature with the showing up in terms of you not being able to have respect for women. Right. Um, right. Running to dog women, right? Um, but you go through, you know, the healing that you need. Or the maturity that you need, because sometimes it is that simple, just maturity. Right. Um, And on the other side, realize, you know, I need to do better. Yes. But then there are some people that no matter how you dress it, no matter how you're it or dice it, once a cheater, always a cheater. 
So it really is about, you know, us as women when we're dating men using discernment because some can really amen amen the word discernment and we're going to talk about that in a second okay miss parker i am about to put you on the hot seat are you ready (laughs) i am ready oh i love it i love it okay have you relating to the movie boomerang where you know just to explain to everybody out there again marcus the main character was just a low down dirty dog um, but you know, he, he was good looking, had a great job, you know, he was an advertising exec at a company. And so he was, you know, playing all these women. So anyway, so here we go. Have you ever had a boomerang situation? Um, have you ever been caught in a love triangle or have you been a Marcus, the dog to someone who wanted more from you? What say you? Oh, yes, this is a great question. I have absolutely been involved in a boomerang situation. (laughs) So I will say one thing, uh, a few years ago, so I decided to put myself back out there and date. Okay. I had taken a hiatus because I wanted to get finish my degree, buy my house, start a new job. So I was like, I don't have time for dating right now. Mm -hmm. I really want to focus on myself and God. So I decided... You know, I'm like, get back out there after my hiatus and start dating. Yeah. And one thing I would say to the ladies who get, put yourself back out there, it is okay to experience a whole lot of foolishness. <laughs> one of my good friends told me, at the end of the day, dating is a numbers game. You have to use your discernment. Once you realize someone isn't for you, quickly move on. That's and it. you will find the one that you really want. But That's right. It was one man who <laughs> I had met actually on a dating app okay and i put myself out there to try them because at first i was like i'm never doing that i'm old school <laughs> blah, blah, blah. and we hit a pandemic and i'm like right i can't go outside or kick it like i used to so i was like you know what i'm gonna go on ahead and try my best friend had tried first uh-huh and she kind of kept encouraging me to do so and long story short i met this guy he was great okay I mean, he was awesome he presented in that way and ladies, like I said before, listen to your discernment. Right. I ended up finding out he had lied about his name. He had lied <laughs> about his age. What? And he had also, yes, he had also lied about his criminal background. Because y'all know I look people up, right? Okay? <laughs> he, had, he had lied about everything. Oh, and really, my. after a while, became really evil. And so I... <laughs> oh, wow. absolutely done. Yes, he was just a straight-up liar. But in the beginning, presented himself as like the man of my dreams. He was awesome. But over time, yeah, it didn't take too much time. I listened to myself. I asked questions, right? And I just observed, and I ended up seeing everything I needed to. And I prayed. That's the main thing. Amen. You have to pray. That's it. And I like what you said about discernment. That is key, ladies. Discernment, right? That gut instinct, that intuition, you have a bad feeling, go with that. Try to investigate. Here's the thing, though, Parker. How in the world do you lie about your name these days, like with social media and that kind of thing? Like, how how does that work out? (laughs) I have no idea. I'm not sure if he actually got a name change or not because I had looked up his name and Use a little system one of my friends told me about, and everything checked out. Everything he told me checked out. Mm-hmm. I kid you not, I was at his house visiting. Yeah. And he was out at the gym or something. And God told me, because I was praying about it, I was like, my spirit is 
vexed with this man. Something is not right. <laughs> right. And God told me, he said, go to the closet. Isn't yeah, that something? And so I went in there and I looked on the floor with his diploma. Oh. And it did not have the same name. What? So I Googled that name and found everything. Wow. And isn't that something how it's so clear when God speaks to you? It was very clear in that moment, and he told you what to do, and that's what you found out. Crazy. So you have definitely had a boomerang situation, right? Oh, my goodness. Oh, my gosh. Okay, well, this next one, we're going to take it up a notch with this one. Okay, it is, what are three things that you think that women these days, millennials, want that will never change in a relationship? Okay, so what are your three things that um, will never change about what you want in a relationship? For me, about what I want in a relationship, I would definitely say three things that would never change. I'll do three things for me personally and three things that I know for women in general across the generation. Mm -hmm. The three things for me, I would say, one being um, I have to be able to know that the person is compassionate. My mom told me that years ago, Mm -hmm. and that really is true. A man can be financially stable, he can be charming, but if he's not compassionate, it's going to be very hard to have a long-term relationship with him. I like that. That's a good answer. Very good answer. Yes, Yes. compassion. um, He has to be able to create a safe space for me. Mm. Mm -hmm. Also, one thing um, that really is important, just is integrity. Oh, there yeah. are so many things that a person could have on a list. Right. But if integrity is not on there, you might as well throw off the list. That it's is the really truth. Important. And especially in this day and age, there's some folks who have very <laughs> questionable integrity. Exactly. <laughs> I would agree with that. Yes. Yes. Okay. Wonderful. Well, your mother is like the most compassionate person. She is. She is. Yes. So that's one thing I absolutely look for. I love it. I love it. Okay. So, okay. Question number three. Are women just as bad as men when it comes to being a player? What do you think? Hmm. Well, I would say, I would say from my group of friends and the women that I know, no. Okay. But from talking to men I know, mm-hmm. I've heard some treacherous stories <laughs> that have just blew my wig back. I'm like, what? Girl, not <laughs> treacherous. <laughs> I mean, just treacherous. So I haven't personally experienced it from what I've heard, though, from men. Right. There are some treacherous women. Yes. So, yes. Ooh. Yeah, because you'll hear, like you see on Instagram when these guys will say, oh, you think we're bad? Oh, it's you women out there, you know? So I was wondering what you thought. But you move with women of integrity, so you don't know nothing about that, and that's a good thing. I don't know nothing about that, but I do know that. Like I go back to trauma all the time. Anyone hurt, man or woman, is going to hurt other people, and it's going to be a continuous cycle. That's right. However you act it out, whether it's, you know, Messing over on somebody that you were in a relationship with, right? Or many other things, right? If you have unhealed trauma in certain ways, this is going to be hell to pay. 
that is that is the truth that is the truth we're gonna have to do an episode on that because that is a real thing isn't it so many things in relationships um you know stem back to their childhoods and what happened and what didn't happen and what should have happened right (laughs) it's a lot it's a lot it's a lot okay so what do you think about this? You are a very successful woman in the world. I mean, you are doing big things at a very young age. Do you feel that men these days or millennial men are scared off by successful women? Hmm, that's a good question. I'm going to flip it a little bit. Okay. Um, I don't necessarily think that they're scared off. Some men are. Some men are, and that's just them. But I do think that as a successful woman, oftentimes we have to use a masculine muscle mm-hmm. that a lot of us don't know how to calm down when we get around a real man. I like that. The That's reality, true. Mm-hmm, I mean, it's the truth. It's something that I've had to face about even myself, right? I was, mm-hmm. you know, raised by both of my parents, but my father is like, he didn't make a difference in between how he raised me and my brother. That's my father. Exactly. Sometimes I could be a little hard. And, <laughs> nurturing side oh yeah men want that nurturing side right you know it's like you you want the masculine and you also want the feminine okay so the next question is do women still want marriage as much as they did in my generation do you think that's still the case now that's a good question i do think a lot of women do but i do think that there are some women who try to play the role as if oh it's not that serious serious if it mm-hmm. happens for me it happens if it doesn't it doesn't but the thing is is the same way we pursue career right school you also have to be that intentional about a relationship so if you just don't care then i mean mm-hmm. it just may not happen for you if that makes sense and sometimes yeah. even when you do pursue it and things just don't work out right but one thing that I will say in my generation that is the killer, and Shakira and I, we were going to do a podcast on this too, so we'll be looking out for it. Okay. Casual sex. Yeah. Casual sex mm-hmm. is the killer of it. And that's not to say, I'm not saying that you can't, you know, right. have fun and different things of that nature. But if you really get to a point in your life where you're serious about wanting to be married, mm-hmm. you have to get focused. And it's hard to focus when you're giving of yourself in a certain way to someone else, but you think you're going to hold, have that placeholder and be able to find your Boaz or whatever. And that's not on no religious stuff or anything. It right. really is almost in how we're made up as women. That's exactly like, right. you want to have a power move, <laughs> so we talking about some 90 day rule stuff huh <laughs> uh, not necessarily 90 day rule it's whatever works for you but right multiple men mm-hmm. and the easiest way to figure out who you're seriously interested in is to not sleep with them and, and like first off not all of them mm-hmm. but to try your best to really like let me get to know all of these men without giving it myself in that way because once you get down that road right it's hard you don't know if you like him or you like that or you, just don't know. <laughs> you, that, you can really make a better decision 
and you can date multiple men where men do it all the time. They date multiple women at a time. I don't think there's anything wrong with that. Oh, without a doubt. Committed to a person. That's exactly right. I think you're right. I love that answer, Parker, because women, it's like they go out on one date and then think, oh, I just got to focus on this guy when he's out here dating multiple women. And like you said, if you're not giving up your, your body, creating soul ties which is a whole nother episode right um with people yeah you need to get out there and date but I agree with you that you need to hold that cookie so you don't become confused and bewildered (laughs) Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah because you put it out there and then you're kind of like oh I don't know what to do and then it creates situations for people for men to become a market in your life yes because he never said that there was anything between y'all. He's just a gentleman. Mm-hmm. And you took it, oh, we went out on one date, and I liked him, and he liked me, so this is it. And you get mad because you see him out with three other women, right. and you already slept with him on the first date. Maybe your market should stop. That's it. it That's exactly right. That's exactly right. (laughs) And as much as we've evolved in our society, men are still very much old fashioned. They don't want to marry a woman that seemed too easy. Right. Because he's going to perceive that you're going to do that with everyone, that he is not the exception to the rule. So exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Okay. That's true. okay. And I know we got a lot of conversations about otherwise, and I'm not judging or. Like, oh I'm no, definitely not. Gender roles in places, but right. We just going off of what is tried and true, and it's the truth. And that's not to say to play games. That's but true. it is to say that you have to get strategic and not just fall for any sweet words. And really, that's based off of really giving some time to love yourself and recognize that you are worthy and you are the prize. That's it. Oh, I love it. Love it. Preach, honey. Preach. (laughs) I love it. So are there any absolute no-nos for you? So in the movie, you remember Marcus, he was dating all these girls and they were drop dead, gorgeous, beautiful women, but he would come back to the boys and be like, ah, man, she had hammer time in her, in her shoes. (laughs) And he was so picky. And remember Martin's character was just like, man, you're not making love to her toes. You're not doing this. You're not doing that, you know, but he wanted perfection. So are women out there today, millennial women in particular, are they more picky, do you think, about what they want and what they don't want? So we're going to answer that in a second. So what do you think about that? Yes, I would say absolutely. I think that women nowadays are more picky because we have social media. Oh, yes. People see the lens of other relationships and what they deem as relationship goals based on a picture and not actual reality. Mm-hmm. And it almost looks better to say, well, this looks good in the picture. And if it looks good in the picture, that's fine for me, even if it's not really good in real life. Right? Mm-hmm. right. So you have women who are, their list of physical and financial needs and wants are is way longer than their list of what they actually want in a person with their character, mm-hmm. you know, their integrity, their knowledge, right? They don't really know any of those things, but they right. do know, I want him to look good. I want him <laughs> to have some money to throw. I want him to have this, right? Right, exactly. So, yeah, it's unfortunate, but I would definitely say for me, a couple of things that are just kind of deal breakers. <laughs> like I said before, what are they? Of integrity. Okay. I can't, I 
can't do it and you just are like you'll do anything for anything mm. you for everybody boo and I'm just <laughs> with it um, that's a good answer I would also say lack of confidence oh definitely confident and it's been multiple men that I've dated that I would never forget I walked in a room Mm-hmm. We were at this like cigar lounge. There was a guy I was dating at the time a few years ago. Okay. And this man yelled out, <laughs> Damn! <laughs> and I was walking in the room. What? Ruined the date. He was done. He was like, I can't believe that that happened and stuff. And I'm like, What, what? do you expect? Oh, he was upset, you're saying, because some other man was like, damn, she's fine. That's what you mean? Right. Yes, yes. He was upset. And I'm like, see, this ain't going to work, baby. Yeah, most men would like that, right? That other guys think that their woman is attractive. I would think. <laughs> I thought so too. He was upset. But he, he was, was lacking upset. that confidence. I agree with you because there's guys, let's just be real, on a scale of one to 10, they might be on the lower end, right? But if their confidence is on 100,000 trillion, they look so much better. <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm telling you, it makes a huge difference. It really. Walking in a room like that, especially because who my father is. My dad is the most confident man. We had the nail salon the other day. He walks in, y'all got my water ready? Sir, who are you? Are you some celebrity? He's like, I come here every week. They know they have my water ready. I love your dad. Oh, that is too funny. That is hilarious. I love it. So confidence. Is there any physical characteristic like where you're like, eh, you know how some women say a guy with bad shoes or bad nails or something like that? How about, what do you say about that? That's a good one. I would definitely say someone who cannot dress. <laughs> I would definitely say that. Okay. But that's one thing that absolutely attracts me to my boyfriend now. He can dress his butt off, <laughs> down or up. Aww. And that's like, and I come from a family like that too. We love fashion. We love to dress. Someone who just can't dress. I know they say that you can work on that. Right. That's a little bit of a deal breaker. Too funny. I love it. I love that you are being so honest right now. Ooh, she's doing well on the hot seat, people. Let me tell you. She's doing well on this hot seat. Okay, so moving on. I got a couple more hot ones for you. So, okay, in the movie, when Marcus got in the elevator at the beginning of the movie and told Jacqueline, who was played by Robin Givens, that she was the most beautiful woman that he had ever seen, she laughed at him in his face because she thought he was just running game. And she was just like, if I said that to you, would you believe that? And, you know, he's very confident and cocky. He was like, yeah, I'd believe that. What do you What do you think about that? Do you think that flattery will still get you everywhere with women? What do you think about that? I do think so. Because I think there are some men, and I've experienced this a lot, men who have been not so confident, who are like, oh, I'm not going to give you a compliment because that's going to make your head big. Oh, oh, yes. Oh, give me my compliment. Oh, <laughs> give me my compliment. Let me know how you feel. That's right. You may not have to say something so dramatic, right? <laughs> but at least let me know that you're interested and that you think I'm beautiful. So I think that that, that would still win. You could be not even that cute. I agree. Okay, so it kind of ties back into confidence, right? It's all about confidence. So you're very confident. I'm very confident. So if a guy said that to me, I believe you. 
<laughs> and thank <Hello>. you. <laughs> thank you. And I'm going to graciously accept it. That's another thing, ladies. If a man tells you to smile or is giving you a compliment, it's nothing but the grace of God that somebody actually is looking at you and thinking that you're cute. That's be the nice truth. and say thank you. <laughs> Appreciate it. Don't be ugly and nasty and catty. Be it's nice. <laughs> It's not at all. It's just like it's no reason to act like that. If you're not interested, it's a nice and gentle way that you can say it, and you can keep going on about your day. I agree with you. Well, you can't even do that these days, can you? You might get you know hurt, right? That's right. I'm telling you, these men are crazy out here. It's just like you say thank you and go on with your day, right? Oh yeah. Okay, well, I have one last question for you, Miss Parker, and it is this. It says, in the movie, one of his best friends, Gerard, who was played by, um, what is that comedian's name? David Allen Greer. Um, He was kind of like the nerdy guy, and he was dating Angela, who was played by Halle Berry. Okay, in the beginning, their little situation ended up not working out, probably because she didn't like the nerdy guy, and she fell in love with the bad boy Marcus, right? But is it ever wrong to date someone who dated your friend, even if it could turn out to be the love of your life like it did in this movie? What say you, Parker? That's a rough one. Just because <laughs> that, for my code, mm-hmm. I don't personally do that. Right. Um, but I will say one thing when I first got to Howard that a group of older girls told us that I thought was so poignant. Mm-hmm. Would do not fall out with your friends over a man. Men do the choosing. Okay. If he, if you like him and you have a crush on him and y'all aren't talking or something like that, mm-hmm. that man shouldn't be off limits for another woman if he's interested in that woman. And that was some of the best advice that I had gotten. Okay. When I first started at school, because it was good. You know, as women, we have crushes on men. And, oh my gosh, I like him, and now right. he's off limits for right. another woman when. He don't like you, boo. <laughs> y'all not talking, y'all not dating. You know, if that's just what it is. You like him, you have a crush, but he didn't choose you. He chose someone else. So allow that to happen. It's, it's, don't hate the player. Hate the game, right? It's a part of the process. Right. Now, if they had already dated, I think that that's different and that's off limits. But if it's just someone that you right. like and you're interested in, and you haven't made a move, and it's clear that they're not interested in you, let the other person be happy and live. I and love just it. chunk it up to the game. <laughs> Charge it to the game, right? Charge it to Charge the game. Charge it to the game, yeah. Oh, my good, I love it. Okay, so are there any last parting words or words of advice? You have been dropping some jewels. Let me tell you for the ladies out there. What what do you say for ladies that are looking for the love of their life and dating and, you know, having a hard time out here in these streets? What do yes, you, I would say that just dating is a numbers game. Do not take it too personally if so many men aren't liking you. Don't stick around for something when you have that icky feeling like I talked about earlier. Mm-hmm. Really use your discernment and recognize that God withholds no good thing from you. Mm-hmm. Your person is out there. It just takes some time and keep seeing it through if that's what you desire and don't necessarily settle for anything that you don't want. But also think about the things where you could be being too rigid uh-huh. and think about where you could loosen up a little and really have fun and allow yourself to just be courted and enjoy. It's right. just fun. Dating is meant to be fun. It's not meant to be something that's so arduous. So loosen up, have fun. 
but know what you want. Oh, I love it. How are you so wise, so young? <laughs> I, I go through life. That's what I would say. Let life happen to you. <laughs> I'm so afraid of life. Just let it. Let it and live. I love it. Well, thank you, Miss Parker. Do you have any upcoming projects that you want to tell the listeners about out there? And also, you need to give them your social media. So, thank you. Yes. Okay, so you have a new podcast dropping soon, a new episode. I can't wait. Yes, yes. New episode dropping soon, hopefully within the next couple of weeks. We're excited. So again, follow us at the Bougetto Podcast. So that's at T-H-E-B-O-U-J-E-T-T-O Podcast. I absolutely love it. Thank you, Miss Parker. I always leave my listeners with a quote, and this is a biblical one, honey. Um, It is the end of 1 uh, Corinthians chapter 13, verse 4 through 8. And of course, at the end, love always protects, always trusts, always hopes, always perseveres. Love never fails. And my wish for all of you listeners out there is that you find the love of your life out there in human form at some point in your life. Thank you for listening to this episode of Boomerang. And until next week, bye-bye. I hope you enjoyed this episode called Boomerang. Thanks again to Ms. Parker Gilkerson. She is phenomenal. Um, You can check me out on this podcast, Speaking Frankly, on all platforms that host podcasts, Spotify, Apple, the Anchor app, Google, and all other platforms that host podcasts. Also, make sure to check my blog out that's also called Speaking Frankly at JanaeFrank.com. I write about love, life, pain, and everything in between. So please make sure to subscribe, message me, like, leave a comment, rate, review, all of the above. It is much appreciated. Make sure that you always speak frankly. Signing off, Janae Frank. (laughs) 